podcast. I don't have anyone to hate. That's... Maybe then I hate you. <gasps> For not doing my podcast prep? Yeah. Well, I've only had six weeks. <laughs> you gotta give me some notice. Well, I went to where I keep my notes of people to hate, and there, there's some... You know, there's nothing. You open the jar, and there's nothing on the on the bottom. You know, not even the not even the the bite size crumb of a cookie. Just just the crumbs. Long ago, you told us on the podcast that you wouldn't change, but I think that that's here's the not thing. True. Here's the thing. I have not changed. I don't. I don't. The have, world has changed around. I don't me. have less hatred for the world. I'm in the world less. That is the change I wasn't counting on. But I would say a lot of the a, a lot of times people you hate like, came from work experiences. You still go to work. Yeah, you still true. drive. Yeah, but I'm well. That's true. But I mean, you know, I'm not going out to like, dinner as much and or traveling as much. Even though today we just got back from <laughs> a weekend away. Anyway, um, you know, I just uh, yeah. Well, then you've got to choose from among your new world of... I hate Molly. <laughs> because I don't travel as much, and we don't go out to dinner as much. There you go. Yeah. She talks back all the time. She does. She's she's cruising for a bruising. Yeah. A little backhand reprimand. Well, that's kind of disappointing. I that, know. Um, I will do my best to find someone to hate. For our next podcast that we record right after this one? Yes. <laughs> Keep talking, friend. I've got it narrowed down to one. Okay, uh, so you mentioned that you just came back from a trip, and so I thought maybe we would discuss, because the place that you went is the place that I went the weekend before. Yes, which I didn't know. I I didn't know you were going there. We should have tried to sync it up better. Well, I'll tell you about my experience. Okay. Um, We went with my wife's uh, siblings and their spouses. Rude? Oh. No kids. Oh, good. Yeah. So the one... Um, the, her sister who has two kids, they didn't come and her brother who has five kids, they didn't come. So it was pretty cool to be able to have, you know, it, it's like the first time ever that we've done something like this in mm-hmm. the, in the, you know, eight plus years that I've been part of the family that we've had just the siblings get together. And like, I remember one time six years ago that we all went out to dinner without kids, but like, that's the, that's like the only time we've ever done yeah. anything like this, which is crazy. Um, so you know, be on the lookout for that as you get older. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you know, yeah. you have kids. Um, so, um, we, we went, we drove over with, um, Amanda's sister and her husband and we stopped in Napa mm-hmm. on the way. And I think you're more, a lot more familiar with Napa than I am. Like the only other time I've been to Napa really is when I went with you is on we, the way yeah. to Bodega. Yeah. And... So, there was this restaurant place that they wanted to go to. I was like, okay. It was called Gots Roadside Mm. Cafe. I've never heard of it. I checked in there. Hey. Um, It's like, when we were in, when we were in Napa, Mm -hmm. we were like on one side of the little river Mm -hmm. there. It's on the other side. Okay. So, there's like this snooty little market right next to it and everything. Um. Anyway, so they did like burgers and salads and stuff, and I had a burger and it was super good. Nice. It was very like uh, organic, sustainable type place. Um, of course. Well, to like to an amazing extent because all the all the packaging and stuff was all compostable. Mm-hmm. So like when you when you um, threw your food and stuff away, you put it all in this one trash can, and because all of it was able to like be broken down. 
which is kind of crazy. What if you didn't finish your burger? You could still put it in there, apparently. Which is weird, because you beef's can. not supposed yeah, to be... exactly. Um, but, and they were like, if you have something from another place, please throw it in this other trash can. Because, like, even our plastic cups... The for, garbage is separate but equal. Yeah. It was interesting. Anyway, um, while we were there, I was very pleased with my bathroom experience. Ooh, I love bathroom stories. Um, yeah. So, I think I alluded to this when we texted a while back ago. Okay, when um, we sexted. Yes. <laughs> Boy, do it. I have a bathroom story. Ooh, <laughs> ooh baby, I'm so hot. <laughs> um, it had to do with the urinal mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And it kind of touched off a conversation with my brother-in-law and stuff about urinals in general. And I think on the podcast in the past, we've talked about um, the trough. Etiquette? Oh. Yeah. And how you're not a fan of the trough. No. I love the trough, personally. Well, you um, like being splashed by a stranger's urine. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What's, if you were to walk into a bathroom that had urinals, mm-hmm. what would be your preferred type of urinal, I guess I would say? Like, if, if you were hoping for a certain urinal, or do you not care? Are all urinals alike type? to you? I mean, the type with hands-free well, flushing? Well, see, that's, this is, that's my point, really, is that in my lifetime, mm-hmm. our lifetime, that's really the only advancement in urinal technology. Well, you other say? than split, yeah, but yeah, other than splitting them individually from the trough and perhaps the but they had that before the we were size born. or whatever of the barriers in between. But that's not the urinal itself, right? Well, the urinal's just a, a porcelain bowl. I mean, but see, I feel like that the, there should be greater advancements in the urinal. When we were kids, and no one's working on it. When they were kids, they went all the way to the floor. That's the best. That's what they had at this restaurant, and that's what I liked the best. That's really? what made me think about. I love the floor length urinal. Love no, it. No, I don't. Do you have that at your school? No. Really? I because th- I thought we had it at our school because it was like a kid friend. It didn't matter how tall you were, you know. Right. I thought. Well, it was- I don't go in the kids' bathroom. I go you in should. the adult unisex bathrooms. That you should and don't have and drop a deuce and not flush, <laughs> and the kids will be like, oh shit. <laughs> Better watch myself. There's some big sixth grader in here. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it because it it's like a wall of water kind of, and I feel like there's less splashback with the full length urinal. Hmm, interesting. But but maybe the splashback is just on your shoes and you can't feel it. I'd prefer that to be up in the pant area or on my hands or something. That's true. That's really the key. But I'd rather know about it than not know about it. Yeah. Because then you're walking around with your shoes, like, loving life, but tracking piss all over. I feel... Well, what if they put, like, a little barrier that you, like, slide your feet under? That is actually a really good idea. You know? Yeah. They should. I think... Personally... Okay, if you go into a a bathroom, and there's, like, the taller urinal, Mm -hmm. or the shorter, like, Mm -hmm. urinal for Mm -hmm. kids, Mm -hmm. which one do you go to? Taller. I go to the shorter. Because I feel like... With the taller, it's closer to my body, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm going to get more splashback. Whereas on the shorter one, I feel like it's farther away from me, and therefore the splashback won't come and hit me. Interesting. I guess I always just saw it as I should go to the height appropriate one. Well, in case a kid comes and needs to use one, yeah, I guess. Fuck it. it's like who cares? Well, yeah, but still, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I want you to think about it. I, I want you to think. You know, okay, like well, I will. I think... I try not to think about getting doused in urine. Well, that... I, I think that... I mean, other than when I'm beating <laughs> off. <laughs> or when you're getting cold showered. Yeah, when I'm um, doing my German porn. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that 
as men, we just like take it as an accepted thing that there there is possibly the splashback, you know, factor, and yeah. and we don't do anything about it. And I, I think that's I wash ridiculous. My hands. Yeah, but what if it like gets on your pants or something? I burn those pants. <laughs> I immediately disrobe. <laughs> you go under the hand dryer and yeah, you know. yeah. At, when I was at Natomas High School yesterday, which I'll get into later, mm. the bathroom there it felt like a prison. Like the the there was the little push. Well, most of Natomas High School feels like a prison. <laughs> there was the little push button thing for the hand for the, uh, for the faucet, and it was like angled, so it was like splashing right at my crotch. Yeah. And then I go to dry my hands, and it's like cold air on the hand blowers. I was like. Times are tough Man. for Natomas Unified. Yeah, you know. Seriously, do you think the sink is just like broken or something, or do you think some punk kids have maybe like angled the thing so that anyone who washes their hands—wait, was this in like the teachers' lounge? No, or the it kids? Was in the kids' one. Maybe some punk kids have somehow like angled it or blocked part of it so it like all sprays out. Could be. I could see us doing that. No way. When we were no, we not now, but that. when we were kids, I don't think we would. I don't think we were ever into like vandalism. Well, but I don't see it as vandalism. I mean, I, we're not, like, taking a hammer and breaking the thing yeah. off, but, like, what if we... You know how we figured out with the Limburger cheese and the tea kettle mm. that if we put a drop of water, it would make steam rather than being dry type thing? Like, if we, if we figured out... kind of vandalism, too. If we figured out that if you, like, blocked the back half of the, of the nozzle or the faucet, whatever you call it, it would cause the front ones to spray more forceful and hit mm. people, you know? I could see us doing something like that. It would be Renatrofusco-worthy if we were to yeah. do that. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my my brother-in-law was saying that he likes the idea, or he was mentioning the idea of just, like, some hole to pee into, where, like, the urinal is almost kind of, like, behind it, so that when it goes in, there's no chance of it splashing back. I like the concept, however. Plus, we get to aim into something, which is pretty cool. Well, that's... Are you... Are you completely out of the hole? Or yes. Have you, yes. Okay. So you're yes. not like resting yourself on no. this hole that other people. Okay. <laughs> no. That that was my no, pri- sir. That was my primary concern. <laughs> no sir. I, I d- now it does create a problem at like the the end of the right. session. Yeah. What's well, at the end and the beginning too? Yeah, because okay. if you're not if you're not That's right true. aligned, That's true. you're getting way worse splashback from point. this wall. That's but, a good yeah. point. I feel like there's got to be some great structural engineering scientific minds that can create a better urinal. I would guess in, like, Sweden, maybe. Maybe. Like, the Ikea version of bathroom improvement. You know, when you go to Ikea and it's like, look, your whole house could be in 102 square feet. Right. You're like, no way. And then you look around and go, yeah, this kind of works. Yeah. I bet they're working. Because if I go insane after, like, five minutes because it's so small. Right. Yeah. But. Okay. Could you get out of the dining room? I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. And they're all the same. That would be, yeah. Okay. Well, I I still am, I still feel unsatisfied with our current state of affairs as it relates you to think urinals. bathroom technology is focused too much on automatic hand dryers yeah. and things and And not... I appreciate that. And I really love the new hand dryers that are like, there's like, there's two different ones that I really love. One is the super powerful one. Mm-hmm. The other is the Dyson one. Have you ever used that? Yeah. When you put your, you hands, your hands like down in Yeah, I guess it's yeah. down in or like into little things. And like, yeah. yeah. It's just radiating them, I think. Probably. Because I had like hand cancer <laughs> and then I, I did that and it was, it was gone. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, maybe, I don't know, some kind of. Maybe it's just the shielding aspect that needs to be, or the full-length urinal with with shoe covers. Yeah, I think that's our I like best that bet. idea. 
Um, I think people are just cheap and don't want to pay for more porcelain. That's why they don't do the mm, full length. Probably. Ones. Well, I think people have just like resigned themselves to the current state of urinal technology. They don't see a need to improve. Yeah, we we've got to take back our bathrooms. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, maybe it's the economy. Could be. Maybe like in the late '90s, there was going to be some huge breakthrough, and then you know. Like like cold fusion. Yeah. Remember the saint? Yeah. Maybe Elizabeth Shue was going to solve the urinal <laughs> quandary. And then 9-11 and the economy went down and, you know, all stuff. Okay. Well, Elizabeth Shue, get back on it, please. Yeah. We've, I'd we've like to get back on Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Circa 1987. <laughs> she was all right in the saint. That was yeah. 97. Yeah. She was all right in the saint. Um, getting back to Bodega. Mm-hmm. I just got back from there. Yeah, there you go. Um, So we actually went, we uh, left from Napa and kind of went through the Russian River Valley and stopped at a winery. It was really nice. Um, We drove through Healdsburg. What was the winery? Because the name of it sounded like Artessa. I know. It was, it's actually Arista, Arista, Arista. which is like the record companies that the Tommy Mottola owned or something Mm -hmm. like that, right? Um, But yeah, that was really nice. A little pricey, but it was nice. Um, was it you or Amanda? Someone checked in and was like, this place is so awesome. And it's, it was probably love it. both of us or yeah. either of us. It had a cool, it had cool little areas to walk around and like chill for a while. Like, did you, did someone know about it or did you just drive and say, Hey, this place looks I cool. I think, I think my brother-in-law or sister-in-law or something had heard about it from a, oh, it was my brother-in-law. He'd heard from like the CFO of his, at his company or something. Um, so we stopped by there. It was, it was good. Yeah. Um, free tasting. No, but it's like you get the money off of a bottle if you oh, buy good. it or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, we went to Bodega. We stayed at the house we've stayed at before in the mm-hmm. golf course. I'm curious for you where you stayed at. Another house in the neighborhood. In that same neighborhood? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you, where did you, did you, it was like a Craigslist or? No, uh, it was. Did you know somebody or was it no, just totally no, online? No, just totally online, like bodegabayrentals.com or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean. How did it compare? I'm curious. Well, um. The layout was less interesting. What I remember from from the house that we went to is was like the the sort of diamond shaped living room and things and, and like layer and, levels. Yeah, it was it was split level. Okay, but it wasn't like as interesting. Um, actually, most of like the you when you went up, you went when you got there, you went upstairs, and then there was like the master. And like you, when you the walked slave. in, yeah, when you walked in, it was like the master kind of bathroom closets area. And there was like two or three steps up to the bedroom area and then hmm. stuff. And then there was like six steps up to the living room, which was also kind of like a loft or something. And then the kitchen and dining room. Was it room. the whole family that was there? Yeah. 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 Okay. And then a couple more bedrooms down the other side, bathroom stuff. So, um, I don't know. Well, I told you earlier, like it was hot. I don't know if if the one that we stayed in, they had double-paned windows or some sort of film or better shades or what, but mm-hmm. um, I don't remember it being like this, but this house was hot in the afternoons, hmm. um, just from like the setting sun and everything. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of weird. Where was it in terms of like on the golf course? It was along the first hole on the right side of the fairway. Oh, okay. So kind of high up, maybe. No. It was not so like if you go on the street where our house, you know, your house mm-hmm. was, you go past that and then take a right onto Gull Circle, okay. and it was like in there. So it's towards oh. the ocean. Okay. But so could you see? Circle. You could see the ocean from that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 
As and you played and you played golf, which played makes golf. me insanely jealous. You didn't play golf when you were there. No. How can you not go and I not know. play? It was so it was brutal. Doesn't her brother, or brother-in-law, or anyone? They both play golf, but it was just like. Well, the only time, I mean, we, I guess we could have played on Saturday, mm-hmm. but, like, we were super crowded in the car as it was. Like, we took our little Veloster up, and there's no way that... Oh, wow. Yeah. Because... And four of you? Yeah. And luggage? And luggage, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty crowded. Was the luggage stacked on top of uh, the car? No, it was in the trunk. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it would have been pretty miserable if we tried to play on Saturday, because it's crazy windy. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how when we went out on the, on the cliffs, where mm-hmm. all that is, um... We weren't out for there for, like, five minutes. We went to where those trees were, right. you know? And even that, like, didn't offer enough shelter from the wind. We just, like, went back to the car. We were wow. like, we cannot be out here. It's just too windy and cold. So, golf-wise, would have been miserable. Yeah, we got lucky. We played Friday, and it was beautiful and, and not too windy at all. And then Thursday, when we drove there, it was a little, like, rainy. And then Saturday, it was, it was super windy. Hmm. Um, not not like not like that bad because we also went to the cliffs and and there's like certain landmarks you got to well, hit yeah right? you know Spud point right and, yeah this came up too so my dad wanted to look at whales which is why we went there but we ended up doing the kind of the long hike that we didn't do do you guys see whales when I went no um, but like around that whole head or right. whatever you call it so yesterday afternoon uh, we were like well let's find something to do like let's go into like town and just walk around. But I realized there's no town. Like we found a market because Liz needs a couple Bodega. things. Well, right, we didn't we didn't go there. Right? And uh, the little town that we went into, um, oh, Occidental. Occidental. Yeah, that's way. That's on the way back. Almost. Yeah. We went along Highway One. There's a little shack, you know, like house place. And this is wine tasting. So mm. we went there. Oh, and, how was that? Eh, eh. Never, not worth it. No. By the saltwater taffy place. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then just beyond it, across from the Kites and Candy store, okay. there was like a market. We went yeah, there to get some stuff. that's where we usually go for the market. Right by uh, Sandpiper? Yes. Mm, not not thrilled with Sandpiper. I didn't eat there. Yeah. Um, but like that was it. And we're like, this, well, this is town. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we ended up just going back to the house and drinking and playing cards, which was much more fun anyway. Yeah. Um, Rachel and I went to the Duck Club. Not as good as I remember it. Really? I had huge, like, this built-up thing, like, oh, the Duck Club, we went, that was so fun. Yeah, we did have a really good right. time. That's all right. That yeah. first time. It was nice to be away from the baby mm-hmm. for a few hours. Liz? Yeah. The, my favorite parts of the trip were without the baby. So sad. <laughs> like, playing golf with my dad, going to dinner with Rachel, you know. Well, I think it, that she's just become a permanent fixture mm-hmm. so that, you know those times without her so I'll, yeah so like i really enjoy the, the times doing stuff without her the times plus in the like house, playing golf at bodega bay like how are you not gonna super enjoy that right the, the times in the house i think were made better by the fact that she was there That's because good. everyone wants to hold her you know everyone's cooing with her and whatnot and stuff and toss was, her back and forth yeah exactly yeah. it was it was she didn't definitely improve at times but i did not best my prior score at bodega bay mm. though i think we may have played from the whites and my dad and i played from the blues okay um Seems like a Pete thing to do. Yeah. He wanted to play... No, wait. How's the joke go? I wanted to play championship tees, but my dad doesn't much care for the blacks. Very nice. I worked on that one all weekend. <laughs> um, so I did not best my score, even though I feel like I'm playing better now than I was two years ago. But at the same time, that course is, is in my mind, like Pacific Grove, where it doesn't really matter if you shoot a 73 or a 103 it's just so beautiful right. and such a great walk and, and views and, and the holes. Did you walk the whole way? Oh, no. I was going to no. say. 
But, well, you know what I mean. Being outside, I guess, you know, walking. Was it just the two of you who played? Yeah. That was great, too. Yeah, we played in like three and a half hours or something. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. That is the nice thing about that course is there's usually nobody out there. Yeah. Well, we went on Friday, um, yeah. so it was still like during the week. Also, it was only 40 bucks. Are you serious? I guess because it's off season. Because when we are played, you it was, serious? When we played, it was ninety. Yeah, in June. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, it was also also probably because it was a Friday. Like, would it have been more on a Saturday? I don't know. I thought I thought it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday is their weekend pricing oh, or whatever. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Great deal. No kidding. Really for that for that course. Wow. Anyways, um, yeah. The last time I played there was with uh, Mark and Gabe. Mm-hmm. And that time it was super foggy, mm. so like there was a group in front of us, and we couldn't see if they were on the green like, or if they'd moved on. Did or... you go off late and it was afternoon fog, or did you no? Go it, was, early? it was early. It was nice. Yeah, it, we probably went off at seven, seven thirty, oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. That I mean, especially Amanda being a, a person who likes to sleep in, mm-hmm. it's like you get it done early, and then you have the rest of the day to do whatever right. you know. Yeah. Um, but it's tough with wives to be able to be like, we're going to be gone for four, five hours kind of thing. You know, that's nice. You guys were able to do it in such a short time, but, mm-hmm. um, but just great. And I'd never been there until we went yeah. two years ago. And now it's like, wow, this is two hours away. And it's a little closer to Monterey. Not mm-hmm. as much to do. Right. Um, but it's, it's more relaxing and chill and a great place to just chill and play games. I think that's, one of the benefits of it is because there's less to do, it's more about the fellowship right. and hanging out and stuff like and, that. And I've never really looked into renting a house in Pacific Grove, but I assume it would be more than staying at the lighthouse for $100 a night, you know, or whatever, the Olympia, those little right. motels where... You get a group of people, maybe it would be yeah. still be reasonable. Um, but, like, so in those places you're staying in these little motels, and like, you don't want to hang out. And play cards in your room. You want to be going out to right. restaurants and golf and whatnot. And so that—that's what I like about Bodega. Is there's like there's the one hotel or whatever where that where the Duck Club is, but mm-hmm. it's really built for renting a house and just yeah, like you said, hanging out with the people. Right. Like that was last night. We drank a couple bottles of wine and played um, Asshole, which we renamed Doofus for my mom. <laughs> um, and it was just fun. And what was the what was the second to last poop position? face? Poop face. Yeah, okay. Doofus and poop face. Okay. We played that. We played celebrities like. You know, nice. just just sitting around the, the table and having fun. You know, passing Molly around and so, I mean, it was great. Gold fashioned Olsen fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda was at a baby shower yesterday. This is totally random sidetrack, mm-hmm. but when you think about it, uh, for Robes. Oh, who's having twin girls? <laughs> um, also, yeah, yeah. I was thinking how awesome it would be if you had twin girls. Not from my perspective, not from where I'm sitting, buddy. Because they would be the Olsen twins. Uh, <laughs> that would that's be really great. Worse. No. <laughs> um, also revealed at the baby shower. Someone else is pregnant? Uh-huh. Someone of the Flying V? Uh-huh. Lisa? Uh-uh. Uh, Gabe's wife? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. The V is procreating. Big time. Not just Zach. No. There it is. Catching yeah. up. Yeah. So, um, little V, indeed. There's going to be a second generation. Well, I guess there's just so far one boy. Yeah, one boy going to be three girls. Hopefully, the second generation of the V is going to be some like <laughs> Sex in the City girls party <laughs> thing. Um, 
Let's hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what else has been going on? Because it has been a while. This is kind of a catching up podcast. Yeah, I mean, we haven't podcasted, but we also haven't seen each other. Uh, our house is almost done, being remodeled. Good. Like, it's just kind of finishing touches. How inconvenient things. has it been, not having use of the living and dining room and whatever? Um, well, I kind of set a timetable, like... They said it was going to be like a week, like ten days or something. And I was like, "That's not going to happen." As long I was like for a month, <laughs> right? I was like, "As long as it's done by," because originally they said it would be done by, um, like February sixteenth or something. I said, if, "If they're done before March, I'll be happy." Yeah, and um, we were able to move our furniture back in on February 29th. Hmm. There you so go. there's still a little bit of stuff that needs to be touched up and done, but. The windows are all in. The ventilation's done. Um, you did the windows all the whole house. The right? whole house. So did you have to be kicked out of the other rooms too, or no? They were they they did a little bit piecemeal, but I mean the windows were installed pretty much when I was at work. That's good. So yeah. So you only had to be kicked out of the front rooms because they were redoing the ceiling and Correct. all that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to see the, see it taken down and to see like the bones of the house and how terrible of a job the people had done. Like there were two by fours that went across. And, like, just hung after a while. Like, they weren't even, didn't go even go all the way across. Wow. And we could see where the beam was split, where it, where it had cracked. It seems like if anyone ever tried to walk on your roof, they would just... Like I have done several times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they replaced it. They, they replaced a bunch of the stuff, including putting two-by-eights up. Mm-hmm. Which means, they told us that if at some point we want to add a second story we would be structurally sound to do hmm. so. I don't know that we're looking to do Just that. Just over the living room or like the whole house? Probably. I don't Interesting. know how that so, I don't know that we want to do a second story though. I think no. we've talked, if anything... Where of, would you put the stairs? I don't know. Yeah. If anything, we've talked about doing, like making the master bedroom bigger and maybe adding a bathroom. Just like go back. Yeah, go back yard. a little yeah. bit to where that patio is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can have our own bathroom and things like that. But Yeah. Because you have to share the one now with right. the other people, or well, there's guests and yeah, you know. Um, plus, there's still no lock on our bathroom door, which is kind of awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, there's like a skeleton key lock for it, but it doesn't work or anything. So, hmm. yeah. I thought it was one of those like push in the handle. Nope. Anyways, um, so yeah, it's been going well, and um, we just well, actually, we were while I when I was leaving, Amanda was starting to repaint some of the front. We we textured it this morning where they took off the shutters and everything. Mm-hmm. So oh, the exterior front. The exterior oh, front, okay. yeah. Um, they actually repainted all the inside in the front room and everything. And um, We got a new front door, painted red. It's got glass on it and stuff, like two-thirds of the way. Hmm. So it's kind of cool. Like clear glass or like opaque glass? It's like, yeah, it's opaque. So it's like you can sort of see... So you still walk naked bit. to the kitchen yeah. and... Yeah, and there's like three little squares at the top so we can like peek through there but it, it's just kind of yeah it's pretty cool i'm cool. very happy with it um but yeah it is nice to have the rest of the house back because it was pretty much just like we had the bedroom and the den and the kitchen and there was like stuff piled in all of those rooms mm-hmm. and like when they had to do stuff in amanda's closet each day because they did it over several days they take out all the clothes from the closet and like throw them on the bed so it's just like ugh, it just felt so cluttered and yeah I can imagine. I mean, that was my biggest thing when I was building all the baby furniture. It was like, I just felt like the walls were closing in on me, filling yeah. it with all this new stuff. Yeah. There were a couple times when I was like, I think it was maybe last week, um, on Monday, when I was writing trivia questions. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, I got, there's no place for me to go here. Like, she, she, I think Amanda was watching TV, and I was like, I can't, it's too distracting. I can't go, like, in the bedroom. I can't, there's, like, stuff all on the table in the kitchen. I'm just going to go somewhere and, like, write for you. You got that whole patio. That beautiful. Yeah, but it's, like, cold and windy oh, and okay. rainy and stuff. So. I'm really, I'm, I'm envious of you to a certain extent. Like, we bought a brand new house because I'm not a fix-it guy, and I wanted, you know, not to have to do things and stuff, but I'm jealous to extent of the ability to uh, make things the yeah, way we well, want Well, pull the trigger on these type of things and like, well, let's, you know, do this and let's get a new door and get new windows and, you know. Well, it helps to have my wife who, you know, that's kind of her livelihood. Right, 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 things, right. But, but like, like when, when I painted the bathroom or the nursery, it's like, hey, I painted the wall, like I changed the color of the room. I, I kind of like, I mean, that's, that, I enjoy know. doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, it, it's also out of need because there are some things in our house that need. But the fact that even stuff, that you right? could legitimately consider, like, oh, we could put a second story on. What, what we could build, like a. Well, we can't afford to do that. But. Well, but I mean, you have the option. I mean, what right. guy, you know, I could put a third story on and be stupid. <laughs> the only the only way we were able to do this is that Smud had this green energy or whatever program, right? Um, but that's the thing, you know. I mean, yeah. because really. Maybe they were minor inconveniences, the impression I get. But you weren't, like, sitting around being like, oh, I hate our house. I hate, I got, we got to get these cracks in the ceiling fixed. But it was like, it's like, yeah, we should do that. That's something that should be done. We should replace the windows. And then when you get, you know, when you see these deals or whatever, it's like, okay, that's the sign. Now's the time. Well, you know? yeah, I think we were just very fortunate. I mean, yeah. we were like, yeah, we need to do the windows, but it's way too expensive. Yeah, we need to do the ceiling, but it's way too expensive. And then this situation came up where it's like, oh, we get these rebates and... It, we can get a 15-year loan for it, so it's not like we have to pay it all yeah. up front and everything. Yeah. So There you go. I'm looking forward to our energy bills being considerably lower. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case. It's always fun. They told us we should expect it to be like half of what it's been, which that would be amazing. should be pretty awesome. Um, I always, when we go, well, in our old life, when we used to go away for a week or something, and I would like turn off the heater and the air, or the air conditioning and whatever, and then I would expect like, oh... A week, like, shouldn't my energy bill go down by... Like 20%. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, no. Yeah. It's like $3 less. You're like, what? <laughs> but I always look forward to that, thinking, hey, I'm saving right. energy, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Wow, we're 30 minutes. You wanted to talk about Whitney. You texted me. Oh, I figured, yeah. I thought, I've only really watched, like, five minutes of the show... And I couldn't get into it because there's a laugh track. So I don't know what you really wanted to talk about. Clever. I I don't. It wasn't like I was like, oh my god, I've got I've got so much to say. But I feel like I I have like vivid memories of all her late '80s songs, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, I loved Whitney Houston or I loved Whitney Houston's songs. But so you know, obviously when she's died, I was going through iTunes like listening to the clips and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, that was her. Oh, that was her. Oh, she sang that one too. You know, because when we were kids, we remembered uh, our song, uh, Greatest Love of All. You mean the song that... We would uh, sing to Mr. Hood. and <laughs> The song that I sang to try out for Into the Woods in sixth grade? <laughs> did you really? Yes, I See? did. That was, that was... Which is why I got the role of narrator who had no solo <laughs> singing parts. <laughs> well, Mrs. Hurst hated children and did not believe they were the future. Um... So like we, you know, I knew that one was her, but but it, it's not like I I for some reason when I you know being a kid or whatever I didn't make the connection that uh, I want to dance with somebody is a Whitney Houston song or whatever. But I remember mm-hmm. them all from listening to the radio as a kid mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, 
I remember so. thinking that she was like the biggest pop star. Yeah. For a while. Right. And and that's the thing too, is like When I was young, like seven or eight maybe. It's sad that she's dead, but at the same time, I wasn't like on the edge of my seat for her next album. Well, she's kinda like Michael Jackson in that way. She did yeah. she was so amazing when we were young, but it's been years right. since either of them had done anything remotely and that's interesting thing. or positive. It's it, it all been negative for the right. last 15 whatever years. It's like the week before she died, the people that <clears throat> the day after she died were leaving candles and whatnot outside her home probably didn't give her a second thought. You know? Definitely. Uh, it, and and it's not like, I, you know, oh, she's so young, she's 46 or whatever. Oh, you know, blah, 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 life cut short. But in terms of her career, I don't feel like anything was cut short. I mean, no. I, I feel like if anything, she would have career peaked. And, if anything, she would have been better off being killed or, like ten years ago, fifteen yeah, years ago, right, right after the bodyguard. Al- although, oh, you're done. Although, I wonder if it would have been a big deal back then because I feel like with social media nowadays, things get and like the twenty four hour news cycle. I think things are a lot bigger. Yeah. So I don't know. I think back then maybe people would not have known as much about her drug usage and things. I was thinking about this the other day. And this may come across as very cold-hearted, mm-hmm. so you'll probably like that, because maybe now I'll be the cold-hearted guy in the podcast. Oh. Um, Amanda was talking about the lead singer of Switchfoot, okay, who has a young child who like is really sick and possibly might not survive or something like that. And it was like all the she was like looking at all these people on Twitter who were posting things like, "Oh, I can't stop crying," all this stuff. Up, and, they can't stop crying about the guy's yeah, kid. Yeah, and I was, isn't it so sad? And I was like, it is, but it's not any sadder that it's happening to this guy right. than that it's happening to anybody else. But right. people make such a bigger like Whitney Houston dying of a drug overdose. It's a lot sadder because she was someone famous and and someone who wasn't made great things overdose? a long time. Wasn't it? I don't know. What it uh, was. Had they said? I, thought, I, I just know. assumed. Yeah. Um, right. But why is that any? Sad, or why should I waste any more time thinking about it than some other person? I'd say it's less sad because it's the child of a celebrity who's going to have access to the best care possible, and I would say has a much better chance of beating whatever it is than right. your neighbor that has the same thing. Right. You know, that's just a, a regular person. Right. I feel like I feel like if I know someone and have a connection to them, then it will have more meaning to me. But if I don't know this person at all. And knowing and listening to their album doesn't mean that I know them. Exactly. Following them on Twitter doesn't exactly. mean that I know them. You appreciate and their so, work, but yeah. but not necessarily them as a person. That's right. I think that's why the like TMZ and stuff doesn't appeal. Like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal bought you know gum at Rite Aid. Like, neat. I don't need to see him do it. Or like, who or cares? Jennifer Aniston is so broken up about what's going on with Brad Pitt and right. someone else. Like, who cares? Right. It's like, uh, if you're an Aniston fan, and who isn't, really? <laughs> I just want to see her next lame rom-com or right. her next sitcom. I'm a little interested and... in seeing her new one with Paul Rudd. I think that could be funny. Wanderlust or whatever? Mm. Where they end up going to, like, some nudist bed and breakfast or something like that? Mm. I'm really in for it. That's where we stand. I'm really in it for the nude uh, Paul Rudd, but, yeah, you know. I, I think. <laughs> um, no, I agree. Like, I remember someone... I remember seeing someone's comment on some website or on a Facebook or whatever. Not, not anyone I knew, but someone commenting on something that was like... Yeah, it's been a really tough year, you know. We lost Elizabeth Taylor or whatever. It's like, we lost? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, Liz Taylor and I weren't really friends, right. and I can still... If I was a fan, I could still go watch Cleopatra or whatever. It's like you, 
I can still listen to Whitney Houston songs. I can still yeah. watch Frank Sinatra movies. Like you haven't lost them for your connection to them. Your connection to them is through their work. Right. Right. So it's just so odd to hear people refer to celebrities as like, you know, like, like you would say, we lost, we, we lost grandma this year, you know, or something. We lost right. ex celebrity. Like, I think I, I still wouldn't say the whole we lost thing, but I think someone like, um, Heath Ledger is a bigger deal. Cause that's someone who is like kind of maybe entering the prime of his career. Right. And so maybe there were performances that we would, that he would have done that would have been awesome that we never got. Right. But, but when Houston, Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, people like that, you're done. They, there was nothing more that they were going to contribute. Did the new radicals guy die after that album came out or no? I don't think so. Oh, I thought that's why there was never any more albums. No, he like got into producing or something like that. No, well, fuck him. Um, <laughs> that would have been that would have been pretty awesome. But I'm the so, sublime guy. Let's say yes, there could okay. have been more sublime okay. songs. Yeah, someone who was still in their prime or producing. I still think I'm probably the only person who owns a new radical album. I own it. Do you really? Yeah. Good on you. I'm proud yeah. of you. I think we're the only two people Probably. that have a podcast and own New Radicals albums. Without a doubt. <laughs> Unless there's two guys out there who do a New Radicals podcast, which I'm would be sure pretty that, sad. I'm sure there's only one album they ever created. I'm sure there are, and I hope we have more <laughs> listeners than that. Uh, more listeners I was thinking about that today. I was like, I wonder if we could win some award for like fewer fewest listeners on iTunes or something like there's that. There's got to be some like shut-in that puts up her like discussion with her cats as a podcast and has zero downloads. I almost think that that we would get a lot. <laughs> I almost think that would get a lot of downloads because it'd be like those YouTube videos of people in yeah. their train wrecks. Yeah, but a podcast is more. You have to be dedicated to listen to a podcast. Okay. YouTube, you can sit there for two seconds or on your phone or whatever and watch it. Like, I, I there's several podcasts I enjoy and I can't keep up. Speaking of train wreck, I want to tell you a little bit about. My Odyssey the Mind experience yesterday. Ooh, yes. So. For the second year in a row, I was unable to judge. Yeah. And I that's. I gotta stop planning trips the first weekend in March. You do. In your mind, what is the best part of judging for Odyssey the Mind? Well, the ideal scenario is that you see, you witness something that's so funny that you can tell, you can share it with the people you're judging with and then tell people about it. Like when, um,. Kelly and Julia had the one where there was the drama and the surprise twist was that the girl was poor and she was trying to steal someone's boyfriend and it was just so like horrible that that fifth graders would come up with that. In my opinion, it's similar to what you said. My opinion, the best part of it ha- really has nothing to do with taking anything away from the performances. Mm-hmm. It's all the snarky commenting <laughs> with the judges. Right. And yeah. um so it was it was definitely different this year. You guys weren't there. But I feel like the snarkiness is elevated by the sort of over the top. That's true. You know, uh, the girl we, sang Katy Perry that year, but she kissed a girl and right. stuff. And we, I feel like it's pretty easy to find snark out of almost anything. Though. Yeah. Like, th- so this year was pretty much just me and Kelly and Julia mm-hmm. because Amanda had to go to that baby shower and you guys were gone. But I really liked, and I don't know if. if you had experienced this before, but this was the first year that, in my time that uh, Kelly wasn't the problem captain. Uh-huh. W- was... I think she's always been. I can't remember. So she was like... The first few years I did spontaneous judge oh, okay. instead of problem, so I didn't know it. Okay. I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this podcast right now knows what Odyssey the Mind is, so I don't really need to like, no, explain yeah, yeah. what it is right now. I'm sure people tuned out when we were just going on about putting it. <laughs> Describe the land of your house. Uh- <laughs> Hi Rachel. Um, anyway, so uh, um, so 
And now I lost my train of thought. Um, Kelly was not problem captain. Yeah, so and it was great. More, so, yeah, right? so yeah. like she got to be part of it, and it um, it was it was a cool dynamic. There was also a fourth judge who was like this lady that none of us knew. Oh. And I had to sit next to her at the beginning until like I was like, I'm going to stand up every time I judge rather than sit at this thing. Um, Why, did she stink or something? No, she just was weird and annoying and like... Did Kelly know her? No. Not like she not was friends all. with her, but she's nope. like, oh yeah, she's here every year nope. or... Okay. Nope. I think it was her first time doing it. And she and the lady next to her formed this really creepy pair because they would laugh all the time at like the little kind of jokes that the kids but made like, that were not laugh? at all funny. No, I thought, I thought it was... And I, I thought it was serious laughter. Like they found it funny. Yeah. It was the stupidest, most mundane things. And I was like, we were all giving it to their eyes. Like, are you kidding me that they're laughing at this? Um, and As the parents are watching you guys give <laughs> their eyes like, this sucks. They, were tra- they, were, they all had their video cameras watching yeah, exactly. Um, and exactly. Um, and the other lady, not the one sitting next to me, but the other one, like, would find a way to, like, touch the kids. Like, not, not cool. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And, like, so one of them, they... They were doing this thing where some of them were, they were candy, and uh, it was very very clear to all of us. And it was really funny, the negativity with, with Julia and Kelly. Every time they were like, oh, the parents totally helped them with this. Like, <laughs> there's no way they did this on their own. And this one, it was pretty clear that they didn't. But, like, so the, so the kids, they were all, like, a different type of candy or something. And two of the girls were uh, gummy worms. And so they, they had the um, orange, like, safety netting. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, not plastic kind of, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so they had that wrapped around them, and then it was intertwined with, uh, um, like, duct tape mm-hmm. that was uh, orange or something like that. And so it was supposed to make them are green, so they're supposed to look like a gummy worm. Right. And they were like, oh, how did you come up with this idea of, of you know, creating this costume this way? And they'd always be like, oh, it just kind of came to us. <laughs> you know? Uh, there was one time, it was my awesome. My dad got back from Lowe's with a bunch of duct tape and spray paint, <laughs> and it just sort of came to me. Uh, the best was... This one kid, we were at, they asked, um, what was it? How they came up with an, oh, how they built something. Mm-hmm. And the kid was like, um, we took the thing and my mom held, I mean, I held this. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so great. I was like, oh my God. Like the one thing that. you're not supposed to say. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty great. Like you could tell the certain, the certain kids who were coached to my say certain things. My mom told me to tell you and, that I did it all yeah. myself. And there would be a kid like, there was actually a kid once who was like, oh, are you the style judge? And we were like, no, we're the problem judges. And they turned away and went to go find the style judges so they could explain certain things to them. Wow. Yeah. They were like Magnolia kids. You know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, charters or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where like, that's an entire... They spend like four months just doing Odyssey right. the Mind. Um, you know, that's as fun as Odyssey the Mind is, and it, it does build up creativity and whatever. But if you really have a dedicated class period every day or whatever to this, and this is like such a thing, I feel like, what are you missing? What are all the other kids getting Science for that and social hour? studies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yes, it's cool. And okay, your school's going to win the medal. But these kids, when they get to the, you know, the next school or whatever, are going to be worse off for it, I'd say. So the worst of all of them was the Montessori school, hmm. which kind of gave me a little bit of pleasure inside. Um, yeah. And they'd come from somewhere far away, like, like China or something like that, like Grass okay. Valley or something. Anyway... Um, so they have, you know, you have like eight minutes to do your performance, and then right. after that you get penalized. Right. So, oh, also, to give you a little more background, in the past, it had always been junior high, like Division two, junior high age kids. Yeah. When I'd done I it. I guess. This year they combined it, and it, and Kelly was like, if I was problem captain, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, so course. we combined elementary and junior high. 
So we but went were from like scoring, eight to three o'clock. Were you scoring like third graders against eighth graders? No, or you the, still there was a division one winner okay. of the younger kids, and so, but we did all division one first, the younger kids, mm-hmm. and then like the very first division two, which was so it was like all the younger kids before lunch, right. and then after lunch it was older kids. And the very first older kid one, I was like, oh my god, this is ridiculously better. But it was because they were older kids. Right, right, right. It was like, it was literally like apples to, it was not literally, I'm sorry. It was like apples to oranges. <laughs> right. Because they were just the little not kid, at all in the same Little class. kid ones, are, I would assume, are, are... Actually, it was literally apples to oranges because they did a... It, the first one was like this idiom thing where uh, like they were yeah. talking about apples to oranges. So. I would think the little kid, what they find funny... Is more almost like inside jokey or something, or like having a name like Booger or something. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, that's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Um, and then the junior high kids, I feel you start to get more adult humor. Also, in the younger ones, you have them more where like, my character is named this, and this is what's going to happen to him, and then it does, and then yeah. it happens, and it's like really. Right. Um, anyway, so this one school, they were setting up their cardboard backdrop and everything, right. and like they had like buckets or something behind it that were holding it up that were not so they keep like falling down and they were trying to string together light it's so sort of sad when the kids are setting up the backdrops and it keeps falling and you're like did you never do this well I th- Amanda was saying that she thought maybe they did it on carpet or something and that's why oh, they were used to yeah, yeah exactly but uh so it was great because beforehand all their parents were like videotaping them like setting up like this is going to be the greatest thing ever it was literally and I say that correctly it was literally over six minutes before they said their first word for the performance. And time has started. Time right? has gone. Yeah. Sick, over six minutes. Even like three or four minutes in, we're all looking at each other like, oh my god, I'm having a really hard time <laughs> not like... uncomfortable as It a was judge. so uncomfortable. And then it just kept going and going and going. And it, was, it, was, it was awful. So it was did so they awful. do their whole skit? They did. So they got long? last place. It, right. it, the skit was like two, two and a half minutes. Oh. Was, and I was like... Well, actually, now we have to go out there and try to like be positive yeah. to them. Did you? Oh, with Kelly not as the captain, did you still have to do the post-it like personalized notes? Or they whatever? did. I never did a post-it note. Yeah. I, I every time I do those, it's like great job, team. Like, yeah. What do you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Stupid kids. There was one that was. Uh, I put a little note, but I wrote on the score sheet, so I don't think the teams get to see it. Mm-hmm. I put a little toddlers and tiaras ish. <laughs> Because there was this point where they did this little dance, and they were like, there was some pelvic thrusting and stuff. And these were the oh, elementary no, kids. And no. I was like, mm, yeah. not okay. No. Not okay. Um, but it's fun. And we were saying that we need to start a tradition of, on the OM day... Pub like, crawl after? Yeah, some, well, something yeah. after. Like a barbecue or some kind yeah. of get-together afterwards to... Did you know that there was nothing? I feel like a couple well, of years what, recently... We, we, we were talking something. about it a little bit, and what ended up happening is I went over to Kelly and Alex's, and we... Um, we had some drinks and played a game, and yeah. then Amanda came back from her thing and and hung out for a little bit too. And I think in, pre- in previous years we like maybe the Reinhardts would spearhead it more. It's mm-hmm. like oh, okay, we're all, like we I went to Zelda's one year, and like, yeah. Julia's parents came, so, you know, and mm-hmm. whatever. And we need Kelly needs to take up. She seen yeah, Julia seemed amenable to doing something like that, but they I don't know they already had plans or something, but yeah. You gotta decompose. But it's fun. Yeah. And and because Alex and Tyler kinda do a totally different one, it's fun to kinda share and see what their right. experiences were and they had one that was kinda like the one we did in high school where they build a balsa wood structure and they have to put weight on top of it mm-hmm. and stuff and um, it was interesting. That one doesn't interest me. The, we, the skits we watched me. well, they do a skit with it. Mm-hmm. And we actually when we came back from lunch, we watched like three minutes of it. 
uh, or one performance. And it was weird because, like, they're trying to do this skit in the background, but everyone's just watching the balsa wood structure because people are constantly putting weight on it while the right. other people are doing other things. We're all just watching it to see if it's going to break. Right. And it was it was like this Do Mario they and Luigi. Did judge them on the skit too? They, yeah, they they yeah yeah. And there was this whole Mario and Luigi like theme to it, and the girl who was the princess would like periodically um, utter phrases in Greek. You'd be like, and then and then another character would be like, "This is Greek for one hour later or something." These kids, like middle school probably. Yeah, it was weird. Was she Greek? No, no. It, but it really made me uncomfortable, her voice and stuff. And so we asked Tyler and Alex at, later, like, was there some component where they had to say things in another language or something? He's like, no, I don't know where that came <laughs> from. It was just super random. So we then started discussing this one girl with the, like, pack of nerds who all, like, one of the guys was wearing a Yoshi shirt. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he wears that shirt to school. Like, it's yeah. not just for the performance. So. He's been wearing it for the last three years. Yeah, we were kind of discussing, like, what the deal is with this girl. If she's going to be, like, queen of the nerds or, you know, what kind of her future will hold for her. And it was, it was interesting. So you spent considerable time discussing a junior high age girl. I wouldn't say considerable time. Okay. Unless you consider, like, three or four minutes considerable time. I do. Okay. Well, then, this podcast has been a hugely considerable time. Yes. But I think we are at the end of it. I think so, too. Um, Are we all caught up? uh, Well, I also had on here Pub Crawl, which we may or may not be doing next week. Should we just pretend like we've just done it and talk about it? I'm so wasted right now. This Pub Crawl was awesome. (laughs) Well, we're talking about maybe doing it on a Sunday. Yeah. Which could be interesting. Although, hopefully we can still do it on Saturday somehow. Yes. That'd be preferable. Um, All right. All right. Well, Well, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children.